Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast, where the Commander Clash crew discusses commander-related topics, and today we are going to be discussing overrated commanders. Commanders that we feel are being played more than we think they should be in Commander. And obviously this is a uh, kind of clickbaity title. Uh, I'm not going to be uh, shameful about it. Uh, there was an intent here to get you to click, but... It doesn't, it's, it's not as bad as it sounds. The intent here is not to shame anybody for playing these popular commanders. They're very popular for a reason. And we're not saying these are bad commanders as well. There's obviously a reason why these, why these commanders are popular. However, we believe that there's some commanders out there that might be overshadowing other commanders that fulfill the same uh, role as these. And because they are so popular, because they are on the top of EDH rec, people don't really get to look at the lesser played commanders, despite we thinking that maybe they're better suited for what you want to be doing. So we're going to be discussing basically the, the most popular commanders in, uh, according to EDH rec, the ones that we consider might be being played too much and then maybe offer some alternatives on what else we can be playing instead of them and, and other, other aspects to think about these commanders like other things you might not think about before you actually go ahead and build it yourself. So don't don't downvote immediately. We're going to talk about it. We're not going <laughs> to shame anybody or anything like that. Um, we might yeah. shame Tomer. We might shame Tomer. A little shame bit. But other than I, other I was than the one that. who pitched it too, so you can shame, you can shame me all you want. Um, <laughs> but uh, joining me as always for this hot button debate, which is not really hot button, uh, is Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. How's it going, Seth? I'm doing great, Tomer. I love telling people how they're wrong at magic. <laughs> <laughs> we have a podcast. Listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> to play your play, like, uh, play a casual format yeah. the wrong way. Yeah, you're wrong Listen to, to play us. The, the cards that you like in Commander. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Loud. You're not being a tryhard. <laughs> and that uh, other voice you just heard is Krim, a.k.a. the Asian Avenger. How's it going, Krim? Good morning. I, I am awake. <laughs> How it is <laughs> by any <laughs> metric. It is not. It's morning. almost two thirty my time in the yeah. afternoon. <laughs> we I, live I, such I, different it's lives. It's eleven thirty your time. <laughs> I am not up for another three and a half it's hours. Eight p.m. Hours. Hours. <laughs> so <laughs> Phil is about to go to bed. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's not that late. <laughs> also, Phil, you like you are usually up at like four o'clock in the morning, according to uh, when I when I see the Discord messages. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Phil, aka Brewer's Kitchen. How's it going, Phil? Hey, hey, hey. Everything's good. And now with a non squeaky share. Listen to Ooh. this or don't listen to this. Was Ooh. that the one, the IKEA one that I recommended? No, it's not. It's uh, a different one. I know. I, I tested. I went to IKEA actually uh, and tested the one, but there was something off with it. And this one's pretty, pretty good. They are so cheap. If this Is one, it also an IKEA survives, one? Yeah. If this one survives two years, I'm happy with that that was super cheap and it feels what, great actually what's the name plug so we can get hashtag sponsored I, by ikea s- something swedish i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right yeah that's fair I, if you ask me what chair i i was getting i got from ikea i remember texting you but i don't remember what I exactly think it, was it was called, called. marcus Yes. No, that was literally yeah. it. Mine was the Marcus. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, I you mean, got it. You I sat it. on it a few days ago, so okay. this one's okay, easy. This enough. one, I don't know, actually. <laughs> Marcus right. is easy, though. The, the other ones, if they start with weird letters, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. When there's like the double, the double accent thingy, double dot accent on top. I'm yeah, like, I mean, hey. we have those too know. in Germany, but the the words different just pronunciation. Sound, yeah, they sound a little bit different. And I, <laughs> I mean, I want to sit on it. I don't want to know how it. What's its name? That sounds weird. Let's get going. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of sponsorship, we're not sponsored on this podcast, I don't think. But you can still support the channel or the podcast two different ways. Uh, the first way is you can like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. And the second way is you can purchase our beautiful merch at mtggoldfishmerch.com. You can purchase deck boxes, deck sleeves, t-shirts, and so much more over at mtggoldfishmerch.com. All right. With that out of the way... Let's start it off, Seth. What is the first commander that you consider is overrated and why? All right. So this was an easy one. And it's Morophon the Boundless. Morophon the Boundless on a, an EDH rack. It's like top five, I think. I'd have to check the exact number. But it is like literally one of the most played commanders in the entire format. Uh, if you don't know what Morophon does, it's the seven mana colorless changeling thing. But it's actually five color because it has ability. This has spells of, uh, I guess I should read the whole card. When it ETBs, you get to choose a creature yeah. type. And then spells of the chosen type cost Uber less to cast uh reduces the effect only of the the reduces the amount only of the colored mana you play and then other creatures of the chosen type get plus one plus one so morophon is like the commander for any tribe that doesn't have a commander and i think that's like a legit use for morophon if you want to build around some janky tribe that you just don't have a legend i think that that's where morophon actually shines and it does have a role in commander filling that purpose however there's two reasons I think it's overrated. Number <laughs> one is, <laughs> number one is we're getting more and more commanders for janky tribes. Like every single set, we're getting like commander precons that have like badger tribal commanders, worm tribal commanders, <laughs> bird tribal, like skeleton tribal. Think of any weird tribe, and if it hasn't already gotten a legend, it's probably going to get one in the near future. The way that cards are being printed these days. The other reason I think that Morophon is super overrated is if you go to EDH Rec, you can actually see the builds that people play of Morophon has them all listed there and some of the most popular builds are like dragon tribal a, a tribe that has many very strong five color commanders sliver tribal another tribe that's built around strong five color commanders those are like the most popular ways to play morophon like some of the most popular ways so i think that if you're using morophon as you're like five color dragon commander or five color sliver commander it just feels so so cheaty to me and wrong. Remember when Richard <laughs> tried to play, uh, like, Scarecrows, and he played a bunch of changelings, and everyone freaked out because that's not actually Scarecrows? Morphon is, like, the epitome of that. Like, when you put that as the head of your dragon deck, you're, like, literally kind of just cheating and ignoring the flavor to such a huge amount that... It drives me a little bit insane. So I think play it for the janky tribes. If you don't have a good leader, go for it. But come on, play an actual dragon for your dragon tribal commander. Play an actual sliver for your sliver tribal commander. I don't understand so, what you're talking about. It is a sliver. <laughs> it is a sliver, yeah. It says, it says that on the on the reminder text. <laughs> yeah. It, except this card is every creature type. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ah, you all are exactly the problem that I'm trying to address here. I, I will come to its defense. All right. If you look at the themes, EDHREC, as you said, uh, could show you what the most common played themes are. The first two, and by far the most popular ones, the first one is Eldrazi Tribal, uh, which allows you to run all of the void. Eldrazi's, and the second one is Shapeshifter Tribal, which is the Changeling Tribal. So that's at 795 for Eldrazi, 745 for Shapeshifter Tribal. Then at number three is the Dragon Tribal of 423, which is almost half 
uh, half as much. And I will say, okay, just to toot my own horn a little <laughs> bit, when Morphon came out, the first Budget Commander brew I did for it, like the week after it came out, was Devoid Eldrazi Tribal. So, this that's, guy. That's a... This guy. <laughs> Listen and then the him. second listen. one was tribal, tribal with Morphon. <laughs> listen, listen to listen to him. He's got a podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't even have a podcast back but, then. It was so long ago. It was in the before times. But that's a that's a legit use of it. Like devoid yes. of drowsy tribal. That's where like I think that you should be playing Morphon as your commander because there's really not another option that's going to fit the flavor of your deck and the theme of your deck. So I think that's a very legit use. It's just like. When you're playing it with tribes that have other options that are literally their tribe members yeah. and not the changeling yeah. version, that's where it feels weird to me. Like, uh, I Dragon don't know. Dragon tribals, yeah, tribal, like... legends, god tribal. God tribal's kind of interesting. Ooh. We don't really have god, five-color gods. I mean, we got Isika, yeah. right? We god got Isika, yeah. Isika's so... probably better at it, yeah, too. Uh, and, and probably Joda, because aren't they creatures? Or maybe they, I guess they're not creatures, but they will be creatures when when you have enough of them on the battlefield. Uh, I guess another fun. reason to play Morophon would be to combo with its ability. If you, I mean, you can play like five color cards of the chosen type for free. Mm-hmm. So if you say, oh, I got this combo deck that tries to loop a whatever something i guess first sliver does something There's, if you bounce it well again it also combos with fist of suns because right. it costs wooberg less yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. can cast all your spells with fifth of suns with wooberg mana so if you have fist of suns and morphon on the battlefield whatever the chosen creature type you can cast for zero mana so yeah. i mean that's cool. there are cool combos with it so i won't I mean, that's, we can probably say this about every card on this list. I mean, they are the most played commanders. Yeah. But there's a cool way to play it and a boring way to play it. <laughs> I guess it adds colors to certain tribes, but yeah, maybe it, rogues don't need blue or uh, green or something. So they do need the, the, yeah. the little bit of the green, but it's fine. Oh, yeah. uh, like, okay. <laughs> I am going to come clean with you, Seth. I do have a dragon deck with Morophon <laughs> at the helm. Yeah, he mentioned that last podcast. I'm actually <laughs> curious why why would why? you choose Morophon over like whatever Dragon Dragon, Cyan of the Dragon, name one. We have an inside scoop on on why it's the Dragon Tribal. Because the Earth Dragon's boring. I mean, like, 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 I'm, you mean, everybody's super boring. Everybody has the Earth. I don't like Eminence, right? So, because Eminence okay. is okay. kind of absurd, okay. right? So, That's what is legit. the next step down, right? Because obviously, Earth Dragon is by far power level wise just the best dragon commander. And I'm, I genuinely like I like I I think by by far like I don't know what would you think is a better five color com- a dragon commander. The, the, Scion the, of the Ur Dragon. Uh, I mean, the, yeah. Scion, sorry, not, I, mean, I meant to say Scion the Ur Dragon is the best Dragon Commander. Yeah, that's so fine. so <laughs> so like that like the the next step down would be like what Ur Dragon. Dragon. Actually, well, Ur like, Dragon no, again. So the, so the best one's the Ur Dragon, right? And then the right, step down would be that. like Scion of the Ur Dragon, Ramos Dragon Engine. Uh, Okagachi, Vengeful Kami. Like, there's several five color dragon, like, potential commanders that don't require you to cheat. <laughs> right, <laughs> Cheat, right, quote unquote, the, by, like, playing changelings. 
But this also, uh, I don't even play changelings. I genuinely play all dragons. Right? Your commander's the, a changeling. I mean, You're not playing all dragons. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I am playing all dragons, Seth. But it's I am dragon. playing all what do you dragons. Mean? I don't understand. What are you what talking about? It's in the dragon. It says so right on the card. <laughs> the mana reduction is sweet, right? Like two-headed hellkite is just one mana. Like why would I want to do that? That's like, and I'm not trying to combo what? off and. Like, yeah, like, it, I, I'm not trying to do anything that's, like, you know, Fist of Suns, like, broken stuff, all, like, combo, right? I'm genuinely just playing cheap dragons. <laughs> so, so like, I mean, obviously play whatever whatever you like to play. That's kind of the disclaimer for this whole episode. But mm-hmm. I reserve the right to make fun of you if you play Morifondus, your dragon tribal commander. Just because it's cheapy. Yes. <laughs> it's so much cooler because you get the mana reduction. It's sweet. What? And so, and it helps because uh, it is only seven colorless mana. It doesn't matter what, what mana sources are spent into it. I could just store up one of my Dreadship Reefs and just put it all into Morophon. <laughs> and play your two-headed dragon. Hmm. Yes. I'll, I'll defend well, Morophon for Eldrazi Tribal, but for, like, for other ones, like, it's tough because it's seven mana. That's why, like, I, I initially, the first Tribal Tribal Primer that I made was with Morophon, but I switched it to Ur Dragon because seven mana is so much. Like, yeah, it's really good when it's on the battlefield, but... It's going to die, and then, well, you're going to spend nine mana to recast it? That's, like, really hard. It's hard to just cast the first time, to be honest. So that's why I really like it in the 99 over over as the commander. It's I don't no, know. It's no it's harder like it than, than any other yeah. commander you would play for dragons, right, if you cast it. <sighs> Ur-Dragon, you don't have to cast, though. Yeah, that's... Well, okay, Ur-Dragon is obviously... We agree, right? Like, that's easy yeah. mode. Yes. Sure. We, we, that, that is cruise control, right? Like, we, we got that. <laughs> so, like... But, like, Ur-Dragon's boring. Morophon, at least, like... I, I like it, I don't like using Eminence. I just genuinely mm. don't like using Eminence. So... Mm-hmm. And I, I agree is, with that. Eh, mm-hmm. so, Ramos like, is cool. Like, Ramos is, like, fine, but that's... You know, like, I don't know. I, I like the mana reduction for Morophon. <laughs> And also on top of that, it helps that I have a judge foil. So I was like, okay, I'm going to play this one. <laughs> so. All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you right. just think about it. What think about it mana? as you build your decks. <laughs> if your deck has a, a legitimate commander that's not a changeling, consider it because people like to <laughs> make fun of you. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be the tone of they, the podcast. Again, we're not trying to shame anybody for picking whatever commander we're talking about, but Seth will shame you for it. So I'm just they, saying, they we'll can listen to shame us. you to shame you for shame. it. Shame, Bell. Like, you yeah, get ding. to play ding. Tiamat yes, for two mana. All right. Oh, you can play yeah, yeah. Tiamat as your Tiamat, commander. Yeah. What? Tiamat's, why would you play Tiamat? Another, we forgot about another, that. Yeah, why would you play Tiamat as your commander? Because the mana yeah. reduction. The mana reduction is so sick. But you can you can cast Tiamat and then find Morophon. And no! four other com- oh, four other dragons. <laughs> I mean, I mean I he's could, got a point. If you if, Tiamat, could, you can cast it before Morophon, n- right? Or is it all no? Same, I think it's the same. same price. It's all seven. It's oh, actually it's seven also well. okay. the rainbow and two. Which sure. is like, oh, yeah, that's the problem in five cut again. But that five if, if Tiamat dies, you just re- you still got your value, right? Like Tiamat is, sure. is is like it's bonus if it stays on the battlefield. It's a seven seven flyer. But then Morophon, if you cast it and you tap out to do it, and then it just dies, and then you're just like, oh, I guess I guess my commander's not going to do anything this game. <laughs> yeah, Krim, but you Krim also always has get a free cheap. counter. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, if it's five colors, I'm going to load it up with everything except the fog. Uh, but, but, like, yeah, like... The, Cryptic command, boom, got him. The ability to just play cheaper dragons is cool. It's, like, to yeah. satisfy my inner Timmy, right? Like, cheap dragons just jam that, and that's it. And, like, draw maybe off a dragon's horde. <laughs> like, that's the goal. How is Fair. that not? How is that not sick? How how is that like not sick? Blood dragon with right. extra steps, though. <laughs> yeah, ur dragon. It's like, but it's I like it's not like ur dragon at home vibes, but it's like <laughs> yeah. at home. It's like your your home is actually on fire, and and you have to drag out the 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 card somewhere in the ashes. <laughs> One mana okagachi. Just saying. <laughs> One mana okagachi. Okay. Whatever. All right. Uh, Moving on, I guess. Uh, Phil, what do you offer us for a card that is pretty overrated? Yeah, well, we're going to rustle some Jimmy's in this episode. So. Uh, I know a lot of people like the card, and I kind of like the card too. It's uh, Cranko Mob Boss. Four mana, three, three goblins. Some people might be screaming right now. <laughs> Tap, put X, one, one goblin tokens on the battlefield where X is the number of goblins you control. So you play this, it probably has haste and then you tap it and create a bunch of goblins and sacrifice mm-hmm. them to an altar and then you win the game in super fun for everybody fashion <laughs> um i don't see how many times this is fun i know a lot of people swear on this commander and they are gonna be angry with me but i mean if that's just the thing in this episode my <laughs> replacement is a card that i hate and I don't even hate Cranko, it just seems boring, but I hate Maxis. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a cooler commander for goblins. It's a six mana four four, I think. When it enters the battlefield, yep. it looks at the top, I think, six cards. I saw I don't yep. even have this card. It, I just it, it play is against it. Top six. Yeah, it's top yeah. six. And then you put every put all goblin your goblins that costs into play. Six on this. Oh, I think six I remember you did a cool animation there. on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is like but just because I hate it. music, I think. <laughs> if yeah. you if if you played historic on Magic Arena like a year ago, oh, you definitely yeah. know what Muxus does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the thing about Muxus is, in historic brawl, it it's a pretty insane commander, uh, because it usually just wins the game just as it as it does in historic. But I think it's just a bit more. I think it fits goblins a bit more to have something random and you can't really control it. With Cranko, it's just, oh, I set up a combo board state, and now, hey, you all know this, I did this every game, here's a combo. Uh, with Muxus, I think it's a little bit more interesting what you do. Also, the backstory, I don't know the backstory behind Cranko, but Muxus is actually five goblins, and while the rest of the goblins just worship him and say he's the greatest, they are all just siblings, and every morning <laughs> they roll a die, and whoever hits whatever number becomes like takes on the crown and the other ones carry him and Ah. it says in the law that if they roll a six they take a day off (laughs) i don't know how they do this as a king or whatever but that's just a funny story that it's just not one guy but actually the ones carrying him as well just fantastic i don't know five goblins in a trench coat and yeah. then I guess they're the, they're the ones who have to carry him around. Yes. Like. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I don't know. It just seems a bit more yeah. fun and interesting if you play like your fourth game of the evening. You probably don't want to assemble one of these combos that is tapping, untapping, sacrificing. This doesn't really feel too goblin-y. Just have some mm. chaos. Don't know what's happening. 
you can set up your the top of your deck with goblins, obviously, but yeah, have some fun. Yeah, there's with like it. goblin recruiter that you can stack yeah, your yeah, deck yeah, to win or whatever. I mean, Maxis is also probably pretty strong. Goblins are pretty strong, unless they the, get board wiped. What do they do? I I don't know. I well, never well, Muxus, Moretz, you uh, recast Muxus and you get another. Oh yeah, board, with right? Muxus it's great. Yeah, with Cranko it's like I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna probably get some comments <laughs> on why Cranko is the best. So I'm I gonna find out know. why. I, I think I, I think Cranko is like actually like just again objectively probably the best Goblin commander, but Muxus probably, is yeah. probably a, a lot more fun. However, in a hundred card commander. I forgot, was it not on Commander Clash? Someone played Muxus as a commander, and they kind of whiffed a lot just because there's mana rocks, there's yeah. lands. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of that, right? So, like, and, like, I like I think I... Either that or it was a real-life game. Somebody played Muxus, and they got, like, a goblin. <laughs> so, it's fine. I, it I don't know. I mean, it, it is, it is random. It is random. But, like, why <clears throat> not try Shatter Gang Brothers, right? Because then you get to go into Jund. <clears throat> You get to play Jun Goblins. <clears throat> they are goblins. And you get a built-in sure. little bit of a sacrifice theme, right? Where you can sack your creature, your your goblins, and make them sack a creature, right? Yeah, and but you that's... you can do the same around the board. Because you also have... What are, what are the, the artifact goblins? The ones that get an artifact from your deck put into the yard? Uh, like, you know, like all of those. Like, oh, like Goblin Welder. Yeah. Goblin Welders, Engineer, yeah. Engineers. Shatter Gang Brothers allows you to sack artifacts. And, like, mm-hmm. it kind of perfectly... Like... I don't care about the third mode, the second enchantment part, but I guess you can since you have green. However, like the red and black parts of Shatter Gang Brothers are things that you see like Goblin decks trying to like you know like don't mind doing right. They have the Goblin Sling Leader, or whatever. You Siege Gang Commander. You can just sack creatures pretty easily already, sacrificing artifacts. Goblins love artifacts, mm-hmm. so yeah, like sure. you can kind of play to all the themes that goblins love there. I it have an alternative man. though. I mean, I like I like that one too because you also have access to like the green and black, and there right. are black goblins like from uh, I think Lorwyn block that have and had a, a good decent amount. Modern Horizons, yeah. As well. yeah. Um, I will give one though that I think is also quite good, and that is Pashalikmons. Mons. Yeah. from Modern Horizons. Horizons? <clears throat> yeah, it's like three mana mono red, so in the same color. Um, it's w- when it or another goblin you control dies, it deals one damage to any target, so a little bit of a ping. Um, but you can pay four mana, sacrifice a goblin, create two goblin tokens. So if you want to go into like that sacrifice matters type thing, you have a sack outlet. It's kind of expensive, but you do net two goblins at the same time, and. You know, if your board gets wiped or whatever, or you sacrifice goblins for value, you're pinging stuff. So I think it's, it's all right. But yeah, I, mean, I, I think like, yeah. The thing the thing about goblins is there's really like a ton of options. The part that blows yeah. me away about Cranko is if you just look at like goblin decks on EDH rec, there's like 7,600 Cranko decks. And the next closest is under a thousand so this is yeah, just like yeah. if you added together all the other goblin decks that probably doesn't equal up to the amount of people playing cranko so i think it's yeah. definitely overrated not because it's bad but just because it shouldn't be that far ahead of everything else because you all mentioned a bunch of other ones and there's like warts on there there's other crankos there's multiple grenzos that are like legitimate leaders and if you want to go like more janky there's like if half heart is like a pretty funny card the like one of the old janky goblins or like like squee so you just have so many options that i wish people would diversify a little bit or at least think about it like i don't know it seems like 
you would get bored of playing Cranko after a while because as Phil mentioned, it yeah. just it does kind of do one thing. So I think if you're a goblin player, you don't got to tear apart your Cranko deck, but it would be pretty easy to like kind of do a two for one and like switch up a few cards and throw in a different commander and get a little bit of a different experience once in a while. And then you can put Cranko back together after you try one of these other commanders. I think Cranko is like a very like it's one of the most simple decks to play. So it has appeal to newer players for sure. Because like let's say let's say you have someone who's new to Commander sitting at the table with you and you have a bunch of decks and one of them's Cranko. I think Cranko is probably going to be the best one to just hand to them. There's like no shuffling or searching, no combos or anything. The Commander is incredibly <coughs> straightforward. All you do is you tap it every single turn. You know, and you play goblins, so it has a lot of appeal for 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 newer players, as especially as like a loner uh, thing. And I think it's also one of the more affordable car, uh, one of the more affordable decks if you want to play at like a higher power table, because all you do again is you just play Franco, you play whatever goblins, you know, it doesn't really matter as long as they're cheap, which goblins are, um, and you will overwhelm the board unless. Unless people can repeatedly stop Krenko from going off. So I, I understand the appeal to it, but I also think like if you if you uh, want to play goblins regularly, it's a very linear deck. So I do think it would get boring very quickly. Um, so yeah, I do I, and also yeah, like 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 you said, Sal, like if you just have a Krenko deck, all you can do is just have Muxus, which is probably already in the ninety nine already. And just swap that in, or or Palshik or whatever, a path art or whatever, and they'll give a different flavor. And yeah, they're less powerful, but they do give a little bit more something to the deck, make it a little bit less linear. You know, more focus on the cards in the ninety nine as opposed to just the commander just tapping and not really caring about what goblins are on the battlefield. Um, yeah, and also it would be more appropriate for like lower power tables. Like somebody brings out a precon and you bring out Krenko, it's like. Yeah, you're gonna stomp. <laughs> you, you either, you either, Krenko either gets shut down and does nothing, or Krenko pops off and wins. Like, there's no in between. There's no like give and take in that deck. All right, we'll move on. Krim, what's the first overrated card on your list? Overrated commander. Uh, okay. So I have AC Tyrant of uh, Gear Gear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know. What, what is? Is it Gear or Geyer? Seth. I, I, I mean, would say Geyer. I, I would go okay, with Geyer. I okay. don't know if that's right, but. <laughs> All right. Then I'm going with Gear. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I think I, it's Gyro. The infinite oh, it's gyro. gyro, yes. Ooh, yeah. there's the third option. No, no. Okay. So this one is like actually like what? The 45th highest ranked commander. Uh, and I'm curious why. It's four green blue. You may play an additional land on each of your turns. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, you may draw a card. Right? That's it's obviously great. It's pretty sweet. But why would I want that over, like, Uro? Yeah, it's more powerful, but it's, it's definitely super... way more powerful. But yeah, it's just like, way more powerful Uro, than Uro. But Uro, I don't mind if it, like, because I just put it in the graveyard, right? It dies. I put it in the graveyard. I just keep putting it in the graveyard. <laughs> Unless yeah, you have like a I, ley line, I but feel Uro, like it, like is this, and, you just gain three and make one land drop. AC's like you play it on the battlefield, you draw like three cards, and you put an extra land onto the battlefield. And the next turn, you like rampant growth and like all the, all those ramp spells in your deck that you wanted anyway just turn into card draw, and you're playing additional land drops. It's like AC's ridiculous. It's like silly, silly strong. Yeah, we only. Just I mean, I know missed... it's silly strong, but like, the... I guess 
I don't know. I, I feel like Uro coming down like on turn three and allowing me to just immediately ramp pretty easily, right? I I, I guess it's not really a problem for Simic because it is green, so they'll be able to get to six pretty easily. Six is like probably like four mana, so I could understand that. But I don't it's, know. I just feel like Uro having escape is pretty cool. And I, think, I don't mind I, I, guys. Like Uro is cooler, but coming from yeah. like I only play uh, Commander for a year roundabout now. And I remember in the beginning thinking of AEC, like, oh, I got to play this. And I almost did a bunch of times. But the more you play Commander, maybe it's us playing another deck every time. Like, the, it, it's super fun if it's on the board. It's just mm -hmm. a bit too... It's just you just play a game and get rewarded for it. I mean, that's... It yeah. feels a bit boring. Yeah. It is fun, obviously, but in Commander, yeah, I don't know. It's that's kind of my problem. Is it really doesn't? It doesn't really force you in any direction to build around it. Like it's just kind yeah, of. I think it's lands. just kind of a dull Commander. Like you just play all the cards you would play in a Simic deck anyway, and it's really busted and draws you a ton of cards. So I just don't find it very interesting. I think it is like incredibly powerful if your goal is to build like the most busted deck it's definitely like super super strong but i don't know like i would rather play a commander that push me in more of a direction than like play cultivate play rampant growth which just are the cards i was gonna put in my deck anyway so as phil said it kind of <laughs> just like is just like this absurd payoff for playing just a good stuff value deck and uh, that's fine but eventually that gets a little bit dull for me it's like especially as a six drop it's a six drop which seems expensive but keep in mind like you're actually encouraged to run more ramp than you usually would in an average simic deck because like if you have let's say your average simic deck you run like 12 12 ramp and growth effects in ac you want to run like 18 or even like higher than that because yep. once ac is on the battlefield you don't you don't get mana flooded all you do is all those rampant growth effects that now are sitting in your hand, they just turn to card draw. You're just cycling them to not only ramp even further, but then also like draw cards in the process. And that's what really makes AC like the absurdly thing, like absurdly strong is like, yeah, it's a six drop, but you're going to get there so easily because your deck is just like ramp dot deck. And AC just converts all your ramp that you want to be doing anyway into also card draw. And then you just win with whatever, right? Like, so... Yeah, it, it is very boring. I, I think I think there. I, I would say Tatyova is actually much more interesting. <laughs> of all things, and they're almost literally the same card. Tatyova, it <laughs> does the same thing, but you gain one life. So at the very <clears throat> least, <laughs> you can build like a life gain sub theme off that. At least it gives you something to work off. AC doesn't even give you that. AC just is like you can play an extra land drop each turn, and also every single time you're playing lands. Uh, you get to draw more cards. At least Tatyova gives a little, like, they, the fragments of, of some spice that you can work with. Obviously, nobody actually does a life gain deck because God, God forbid you try something a little bit spicy, uh, the, in your, in your, in your landfall soup. But, um, but yeah, at least there's something there that you can work with. The uh, AC is just the most, the most vanilla, like, do the thing that you were doing anyway, draw a card commander design. So, it's pretty fun though. Like, just, Sure. Again, it's why it's, it's, it's all the cards. Very fun. popular and very fun, but like, 
It is like the blandest design I can think of. I I also think it's super popular because it was in a very inexpensive precon yeah. deck. That was one of the like fifteen dollar Commander Legends precon. So that was well, one so that I think a, a lot of new people picked up. The card itself is like somewhere really around like seven dollars, eight dollars, something like that. Yeah, but yeah. you can still get I'm the whole precon for like for twenty dollars or less. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god, it's, it's amazing for on that any landfall yeah. deck like. I'm your Lotus Cobra and your Tireless I, I will also say, like, this is, like, emblematic of why people hate Simic and Commander. This is, like, the, yes. the literal oh, number yes. one most played Simic Commander in the entire format is a sigh. And it's just, like, what we were talking about. Just, like, oh, I play all my ramp spells and draw all the cards. Like, I, I feel like people would think of Simic as a color a lot differently if... I don't know, whatever, like Volo or Uro or, you know, Amadi. Nice. Some like more interesting commander was like number one. But if this is what you play against most often when you play against a Simic deck, it makes sense to me that people are like, okay, this is like kind of just a boring, overpowered color combination. Yeah, I, I like I like commanders where you actually have to run like unique cards to actually get value out of them <laughs> instead of being like, ah, yes, I'm just running more rampant growths. <laughs> the stuff that I was doing anyway... <laughs> And that is those are the most powerful cards in my deck. Yes, very, very interesting behavior. But what what would you recommend as like an alternative for like a landfall deck? Like this sort of like this sort of AC strategy. What would be like a more interesting commander that you would more be interested in playing? You mean mm-hmm. like Omnath, Locus of Creation? Would you that prefer that? Good. I actually think that would be like you're already doing all, I, I I despise Omnath, right? But I, <laughs> like, I, like, but like, I would rather play that, right? AC is yeah, just boring. But I at mean, least Omnath does a lot of things, and he looks cool. He does oh, look and has cool. a great promo, the textless one. Yeah, oh yeah, my god, I would love one that day. as my commander. <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, like if I get my hands on it, it's, it's... I don't know. It looks like a. You got to play crypto. Like, uh, if you were an undergrad textless. and you just took graphics design one hundred and one or something and you drew that, I don't know. It looks oh, oh no, 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 no. what? No, no, no. It's so cool. I don't want to shame anybody's art after after the what? the children's debacle, the sick kids possible debacle. But it looks no, like no, 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 it looks no. exceptionally bad. I don't know. Wow. I, no, I no, thought no, you no, were no, gonna say no, there no, the no, children's no. art debate. I was like, there's no debate, Homer. You just straight <laughs> dunked on random. <laughs> On random children for no reason. Oh no! Not, e- not even random children. Sick. I don't even know who children. the artist is. I uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna it's, not even gonna to, make this joke. So to, let's keep to on go back. Talking. To go back to the question, though, like I think there's a bunch of potential Simic landfall commanders. If you want to see in Simic, like Oryxmethes is a pretty cool card that was like pretty hyped, pretty and it's cool. like Heck, a creature yeah. that can also be an extra land. Slogurk's yeah. a new addition, like getting your lands back Ooh. to your hand from your graveyard. Slogurk gives you some is engine. really cool. And if you want to go really cheap, there's a couple of uncommons, like Gretchen Twitchwillow. There's a two-mana commander that lets you pay for and draw a card and put a land from your hand on the battlefield. So there's like several options, I think, that it, I would say are more interesting than Asai. If you want to play the Just, same play style, but not... But not play Asai in specific. Just play mm-hmm. Uro, Uro Voltron. Uro, yeah, Uro also would work. Yeah, I think Uro's more interesting, too. Yeah. Oh, I think it is, too. It is. Uro Voltron lets you draw, ramp, gain life, all three of those, every time it attacks. And mm-hmm. then you just beat, and like, you know, you you know, Tomer, you could even put Cauldra on it. 
And then you eventually, yeah, it, it actually helps you cast and pay for the absurd equip costs on the cards. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, like Uro, I, I, I don't know. I would probably just play Uro because that just seems fun. Yeah. And I mean, I know Nine Fingers Keen isn't in the best spot because she's salt high and she tries to do gates. But I can, um, I, I like that sort of, I like that sort of. Uh, lane style commander like Nine Fingers King is a lands matter commander. She cares specifically about gates, and I like that. I like I like the idea of like a land type commander caring a, about a specific type of land. You know that that you can you can try and assemble during the game. That's super fun. So if Nine Fingers, unfortunately, he's Sultai. So if if she was five colors, she'd be way better. Um, but you know the, we are getting more gates, and I think she will get better in time. But that is a style that I like a lot. I like Obun Moldaya Ancestor. It's Naya. You you uh, animate lands equal to the number of like lands you have on the battlefield. You put plus one plus one counters on them, so you can build a plus one plus one counter theme. Like you gotta you gotta have some some sort of extra extra text there that allows you to build around like you can actually go a boon for like animate lands matter so you can run like the stuff that uh pumps up your animated lands like the kamal like the partner command kamal or stuff like that you're putting counters on things so you can add a plus one plus one counter theme to it you know something that sets itself out instead of just being like whenever you play a land draw a card <laughs> and that's it <laughs> Uh, even Omnath, yeah, four color Omnath is like very strong, but at least there, there's stuff there that you can build around. At least there's more colors too, so you can play with more lane fall trigger cards. I don't know. There, oh there boy, the soul of Wind Grace that just came out. Yeah, mm, yeah, that, that's that can be that every once in a while in standard. Cards actually Bob's not up. bad. <laughs> We're, again, if you play AC, we love you. Please like mm-hmm. and subscribe. <laughs> I, mean, I, I almost played it. I just think it's <laughs> at least not good for content. If nobody's looking and I'm online, ooh, I would play this and just <laughs> not look at the chat. <laughs> it seems super fun. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Um, okay, my pick. So in case, in case the viewers weren't mad enough, I... <laughs> literally the most popular commander for i don't know how many years at least like five uh this is right now in the top on adh rec uh the the most popular commander in the past two years and i think this has been the trend since it's been printed is attracts a praetor's voice and i'm here to tell you that this card super overrated so for people who don't know i don't know how you don't know but if you don't know uh, this is a four color commander, four drop, green, white, blue, black, no red. That's the only color it's missing. For a four four angel horror, flying, vigilance, death touch, lifelink, and at the beginning of your end step, you proliferate. This is the go to commander for super friends. It's the most popular super friends commander. Um, so for planeswalker decks, you get to copy a loyalty counter. Then the next most popular thing you do with it is plus one plus one counters. And I'm here to say, that no matter what direction you take Atraxa, I think there's going to be more interesting and I dare say more powerful uh, options for you out there. So, for example, Planeswalkers. I get that she's a very good blocker. Uh, she's flying, vigilance, lifelink, death touch. She not only is she's a great way to protect your commanders. 
because she's a fantastic deterrent that just kind of sits there in the command zone. Uh, she is also just passively gaining life because she has vigilance of flying and lifelink, so she can just smack something, uh, passively um, drain some opponents while while progressing your board state. And she does add loyalty counters to your commanders. However, I think you can do a lot better with specific commanders than just put one loyalty counter on each of your commanders. I think Amanatu, for example, is yes. a more interesting and more powerful, uh, yeah, more powerful commander because not only are you getting to um, basically you, if you downtick a, a planeswalker, you can uh, use Amanatu reset the loyalty counters, so you gain loyalty counters too. But then you can you can activate them again as well. So Amanatu, Amanatu has uh, more power there. And then also just like five color commanders, something like a Sika is, uh, I, I think, underrated as as a planeswalker commander too. You get access to red, so you get your Nico Bolasses, you get your Chandras, you get all those other cool planeswalkers that Atraxan does not allow you to have access to. But also a Sika, the prismatic bridge side especially, allows you to cheat out planeswalkers incredibly efficiently too. And she works well with a lot of the effects that would be good with Planeswalkers as well, like uh, Lithoform Engine. You can copy the triggered ability of Prismatic Bridge, but you can also use Lithoform Engine to copy the triggered ability or the, the activated abilities of your Planeswalkers as well. So I think a lot of commanders out there can do what Atraxa does in terms of Super Friends, but just better. And the fact that Atraxa is just kind of sitting there at the top of EDH Rec, a lot of people... Um, don't really consider other options. And I think that's a shame. I think she's very good. She's fantastic. Uh, but I think for what you're trying to go for, whatever the sub theme, I think there are better or more interesting or just alternative commanders out there. And I don't know, I don't know why Atrax is like number one for like the past six years. That's a lot. What if, what if you want to that's... play energy though? Wait, which commander do you pick? <laughs> uh, I like actually Yarok the Desecrated. Because most of your energy stuff are enter the battlefield permanents. Though when they enter the battlefield, you make X amount of energy. So Yarok doubles that. And I think you can generate energy faster with Yarok the Desecrated. Then Boom. you can play that enchantment that fox. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, okay, fine. But yeah, but Planeswalkers, what about plus one, plus one counters? Are there I mean, not I'm better? On your side. I was yeah. obviously just. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of lots of options for plus one, plus one counters, too. You got a lot of new ones, even like Falco. We just got Falco Sparrow, yeah. which is a really cool yeah. card. Yeah. We got Thomas the Tyranids. a really good card. Yeah, I mean. We got the Tyranids. So, yeah, plus one, plus one counters. There's tons of support, which, again, is probably better than proliferating ones. Like, wouldn't you rather have uh, Hamza, like, giving you this massive cost reduction on all your things? Or, like, Falco letting you play through the top of your deck? And, like, it seems like that's more impactful than just, like, I had a counter to everything on my end step with proliferate. I know Atrox's body, like you said, is really good, though. Like, we've seen that's actually one of the reasons I dislike it. If you build janky themes with Atroxa, is Atrox's body tends to, like overshadow the theme of your deck sometimes because its body is just like so strong on the battlefield mm -hmm. yeah i mean yeah like i i don't know i mean she's she's probably just because it's atroxa right kind of grandfathered in at this point now like just iconic one of the what, what do you think of when you think of like one of the commanders everyone knows who atroxa is and like the that's i think that's really it it's just the recognition of what Atroxa is as opposed to what she does. Because I agree on all, all those fronts that, like, 
as someone who plays Aminatu Super Friends, it's just better to play Aminatu, right? Like if you're if you care about Super Friends, unless you really like having the green in there. But having an Aminatu just allows you to like activate, like it, it pairs well with all the double activation stuff, right? It's just better. Uh, there's so many better like Falco is just more interesting of a a one one counter commander, and then and then yeah, like 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 the only thing I could think of is like maybe Infect, because that is where mm-hmm. proliferate is kind of nice right you always have it in the command zone uh like but you know like i, I have a I preferred just... one over infect actually saskia whenever you deal mm-hmm. damage to uh you choose when saskia enters the battlefield i think it's like the the red version same same cycle red doesn't have blue oh, yeah the, it doesn't have blue the double damage like, one that yeah, damages it enters the battlefield you choose you choose a player and then whenever you're dealing damage uh, you deal that much damage to that player too, so you basically right. double the effectiveness of your infect. And I think you get you can infect people out a lot faster than Atraxa because you're just like giving one person one counter. I, that's the thing; it's like Atraxa is so so slow. Like there, she's capped. She has a power ceiling cap. She only does the one counter each time, and that's it. Whereas like there's there's more explosive commanders out there. I don't know. Also, mm. for Super Friends, I gotta I gotta shout out Karth. Karth is my favorite Super Friends commander by far. Karth, like I yeah. just I know it's not all the same colors as Atroxa, which is probably the downside, but oh, I've had so much fun playing with that card. Karth is sweet. I just oh god, that 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 would be one of one of the things that I would probably the reasons why I would play Atroxa Super Friends is because you get access to Karth and things like that. Mm-hmm. But he's, it's too much green for Crimson. Also doubling <laughs> season. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, you know what? And doubling season. Who wants to do that? That's cheating. <laughs> I'm altering <laughs> my planeswalkers slowly. Yeah. I and- respect that she's she's four colors. So you get a lot of like green has a lot some of the best super friend support cards. But then you can go five color and you can go like a Sika or you, even New Jota. Uh the the cascade it works with your planeswalker. So every single planeswalker you cast, you get a second one. And he's a big body. He's a six six, like on the battlefield just by himself. And if if you have any legendary creatures, but I think like a Sika Prismatic Bridge would be just a better option than Atraxa. I think I don't know. Let us know, all Atraxa players. I know you're all, you're out there. You're listening. There's a lot of them. the most, the most <laughs> yeah. popular. And I played one for Energy, and I liked it. And it always felt correct to play Atraxa uh, on my Jank Tribe, which I guess I said that might be a downside sometimes. <laughs> but like for Planeswalkers, if you're not playing super janky, I feel like you can do better than Atraxa. I'm sorry. Eh. <laughs> all right, yeah. now that we've lost all our viewers, uh, Seth, what do you got next oh. for us? Oh my god! All right, we have, we have uh, oh. uh, remember remember Asai that we just talked about the Simic Commander. We have uh, yeah. Rixus Asai, probably better known as Cast Dissident Mage. Four mana Grixis, three, four with flying. It's a human wizard. It says, during each of your turns, you cast the insert source of your spell from your graveyard. If a spell was cast this way, or if a spell would go into your graveyard this way, exile it instead. So essentially, you get to Snapcaster Mage once during each of your turns. If you have cast on the battlefield, cast is a powerful card. But to me, this is literally Grixis Asai. It it just rewards no. you for doing what your deck does. Like, oh, I got spells in my deck. I just yeah. have spells in my deck. I get to cast them a second time. It's so boring. Like, it doesn't push you in any direction. All it wants you to do is put random spells in your deck that you're going to be playing anyway. Play Enhilo. Play Zevlor. Play Cormella. Play Jaleva. There's so many options. Even if you want to be spell slinger in Grixis, there's like several different options. 
that actually like do interesting and cool things and aren't just like, oh, I'm playing a modern staple in my command zone and I get to do it every turn. Like, it's so spiky and boring Wait, to me. So, people play. Is, is this a modern staple? Modern? Well, yeah. no, Snapcaster. You're, oh, snap- oh, you're, you're essentially wait, just no, playing wait. Snapcaster. Play yeah. Snapcaster. Hold on. People play Snapcaster yet in 2022? I feel like... Well, I, former. Let's go with former modern okay. staple. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't seen Snapcaster played in years. <laughs> years. Wait, don't do Snapcaster Ponder anymore? No. Ponder was banned like a decade ago, Tomer. <clears throat> Bring back Ponder. Yeah. That's, the, that's the main reason. But, yeah, I don't, but I don't really, even hashtag unbanned Ponder. Cass is the I, second most played Grixis commander, by the way. It is it is very popular. Yeah. Second most played. Am I off base? That it's kind of just like a boring card that doesn't I, push you in any direction? It does a bit I don't more think she's AC level, though, yeah. because AC just like all that ramp you just recast it and turn it into card. She's, she's once per turn. You mean, and that's, that's like. That's that's like fair design for 2022 magic. That's like that's I just it's <laughs> I so generic. A... It doesn't push you in any direction. Yeah. It's just like that's oh, true. it rewards you for doing what your Grixis deck was going to be doing anyway. And okay. now you get to do it twice. I, 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 don't, I don't know about that, but I will say <laughs> that she is I, I will say she's overrated. But I, but I, but I do, I do, I don't know if it's like a face roll, right? Like, <laughs> I, 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 cause like Grixis is a little bit all over, right? So it does lock you and tune you into being more spell eccentric, right? Where, where, yeah. that's true. The, like, cause like Grixis actually has a lot of things you could do in there, uh, whereas Simic is just land. Draw. Land, no, draw, it's land, draw, not. Land. <laughs> it, it is. It is. I, I it is, is <laughs> but not like right, Lonus or something. Uh, but like, I think Grixis has way more archetypes within itself, right? Yeah. And I, but I do agree that Kess is absurdly overrated. Uh, I, I don't play Kess. I don't have a, like a Kess deck just because of that, right? I, it's kind of just what everybody plays when they. I don't know. I'm gonna just play Grixis. And I'm gonna. Well, just she's not very good with Draw Go. That's for sure. Because you can well, only cast it on your turn. I guess, but like, I mean. I, I don't think Nico Bolas is good in Draco either. I play the hell out of that. So, so uh, but Fair. I I think that like she's just overrated and really popular. And I play a Zevlor deck, and if I want to go Spellslinger, I just do that. Like like Zevlor is hilarious, yeah. and you get to play a bunch of like really niche spells that nobody that everybody would like just pretty much openly tell you do not play that commander. Like be able to play Thoughtseize yeah. and then clone that. And, the, and like in Commander, that's pretty darn funny. Or, or yeah. the other day, I was playing with Rebel and a bunch of others, and uh, like she was able to just copy Pal- Palaka Predation. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty sweet, right? And, th- and then you get to like, of course, then do bribery, and then you know head games, all that. Other yeah. st- like that's just way more interesting and fun, and it's hilarious. And like and like just for like a spell slingy style of deck, so. I don't know. I mean, I guess Kess is, like, great if you're trying to, like, storm off or something. Or CDH. I would agree there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's good in CDH. Because that is... It is a CDH Kess is the most commit. consistent. Yeah. Because yeah. she's, uh, she's four mana. She's not that expensive. And then, like, you know, at the very least, you're going to, like, recast her Ponder or whatever for one mana. And you keep doing that every single turn. You don't have, you don't have any ridiculous, like build arounds you you have to be spell slinger you have to have instant sorceries in your graveyard which any spell slinger deck will but i think there are better 
There are more interesting alternatives, like Angelo is really interesting to me because there's a casualty involved, so you mix in aristocrats, you know? And Spellslinger yep. is inherently good at making tokens that you can sacrifice later with Young Pyromancer, Tyrant, and all that stuff. But you can build you can build in, like, put in more morbid opportunists, build in your Grave Pact effects and stuff, and build from there, and it's not just your average Spellslinger. Uh, and Zevlor, like you said, he focused mostly on targeted spells as opposed to just any type of spells, which is also really interesting too. And Kess is basically the vanilla version of, of that. So I agree that she mm-hmm. might be played a bit too much, and there might be alternatives that are a little bit more interesting. You can well, also so understand Zev- why Zevlor's got haste, dude. So you can just kind of haste, get in dude. there, you know. But that's six. You pay four <laughs> to cast him, and then, and then an additional two to tap him. So and then you have to cast but, a spell. But then you, but then you play training grounds, right? And True. Like, oh, so then yeah. it doesn't cost anything, or or True. you have things that reduce activated abilities, which I do. And yeah. and so yeah, like I don't know. I mean, it's more fun. Yeah. yeah. Kess has the least amount of hoops. You just have to have her on the battlefield and an instant in your sorcerer in your graveyard. Boring. Boring. <laughs> like, you can bribery the whole table. <laughs> Zephylor, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Oh. That's true. Uh, yeah, that being said, Cass can flashback blatant thievery, which is that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's <laughs> You can cast See the Truth and you can draw three cards off it for two mana. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Bribering the whole table is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> there's like some stuff you can build around. Like there's some stuff that are like whenever you cast a spell from the graveyard, you draw a card, like the river kelpie or whatever. Yeah, I'll create a bird. There's there's not much though. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone build around cast. It's always just like a value stuff. True. Yeah. Again, we love everybody who plays cast. <laughs> But no, sure. We love oh, you. We sure. just hate your cards. <laughs> <laughs> this is not this is not a total podcast. We we made it clear at the beginning. We love everyone. Play what you want. Commander is for everybody. Moving oh my on. god! Yeah, oh, we got to pick it up. We're almost an hour in already, and we've gone through like five. There's no oh, way we're doing we're doing twelve. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's a quick one. I think this one is like. I think this one is just in here because of the precon or something. Kyla, Sigardian Emissary. Five uh-huh. mana, two, two, human cleric. Whenever another human enters the battlefield under your control, plus, plus, blah, 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 put a plus one, plus one counter on it, and other humans you control get plus one, plus one for each counter on it. In Celestia colors. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just, just a generic engine? Like, how, humans, don't have a problem growing that team, right? You can play. Hey, am I missing something? Are there... Is this like a combo piece? Why are so many? There's like so many cool humans you can play. Even if you stick to Celestia, you got Cathilda, which turns everything into mana bobs, and then you can grow them, which is. I mean, this one just grows. And it's five yeah, mana for a 2 2? Is there anything I'm He's missing a... here? It's a huge anthem. You just plop them on the battlefield. Sure. You cast a bunch of humans, or you don't even have to cast a bunch of humans. It works with human tokens, and then all but, of your humans attack for lethal. But you're kind of like putting a jet mirror in your command and, zone, right? Like you just kind of like I don't nah, really care about having a finisher because my finisher time. comes in. This yeah, one, sure. needs you to have to follow bit. it up, and it's a five drop. I mean, and, it's, I'm not even saying. Yeah, of course, it's a huge anthem, but so is coat of arms or anything else. 
It also it's has to stay in the so, battlefield. It's not yeah, like it's, it's putting just, the counters on things. Boring. It gets the counters on itself, so it has to stick around. Yeah, I feel like this is actually a good reminder of how precon cards tend to be overvalued on EDH rack. Yeah, like when you're looking through the rankings and you see something like Kyler that's like way at the top of the list, I think it gets a pretty meaningful bump. Just like we were talking about Asai to some extent, like because it was in a cheap precon that a lot of people have and a lot of people just go with it upload the pre-contact list or whatever so i think that probably is part of it at least yeah yeah it's gotta be it's so that's fair. so two-dimensional I and mean, you play it everything gets huge all of the other cards did that already <laughs> it's and also humans have so much more colors you can explore I... even if you play like five colors with canrith or something i play but even if you want to stay in celestia I, I don't play Celestia. Why would you play Celestia? You don't even get like you, I. I don't see why you would play Celestia humans. It's just yeah, it, 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 more colors. because because you, you're gonna get board wiped right at some point. You assume your stuff's gonna die. Adding black then immediately means that you can like bring it all back, right? So that's why I love my Trin and Silvar uh, humans deck because I just get all the sweet things that come in uh, come with black uh you're losing out on red red has professional face breaker you're losing out on zulaport cutthroats things like that uh you, you're losing out on generals enforcer which by far is like one of the best humans because all humans are legendary pretty much thalia kudro all these things like you just get more resiliency out of your your like just playing like mardu or like anything like that like i just don't think what you're getting from green makes humans like like better i i think i you mean just get, get like you you lose out on judith right like there there's a lot that comes in mardu i think mardu is just strictly the at, at least it, you don't have to like exclusively play mardu you can play five color whatever but like if you have the mardu base you're able to then return it with like haunting voyage uh patriarch's bidding you have all that extra stuff to reoccur your humans so because you're i assume my humans will always die so having like like morbid opportunist so that you draw cards when anything dies like these are just things that are very good in humans i mean i my favorite human tribal is also said in trivial till trill yeah you know what i'm talking trin and silvar trin and silvar there we go yes my favorite my favorite human tribal is are those two but there are they're kind of aristocrats and i don't know i still think selesnia brings a lot like torrens is probably my favorite oh, yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes piece for human tribal so it makes human tokens whatever you're casting creatures uh katilda turns all your humans into mana dorks um you also have heron blade elite which generates a ton of mana uh whenever you're playing humans you get counters on it and taps to add um, mana equal to its power um, so green brings a lot to the table also you have like 101 ways what? to refill your entire hand Shamanic Revelation, yes. draw cards for each each uh, creature sure. you have on the battlefield. But um, you have that Tosky. already. But yeah, but yeah you, I mean, you, you, what is it? Human, spe- or like whatever species specialist or whatever, whatever. Yeah. You, like there, there's a lot that if Isn't you're worried about card. No, it's black. No, that's uh, black. Any anything that you're worried like because like if you're worried oh, about yeah. card advantage, Mardu's got that right. But like doesn't green have green like it too. the most humans outside of white? Like, isn't aren't green and white like yeah. the primary human colors in Magic? Or no? I mean, I think so. I, 
I guess there are like like green humans. You have like King Darian now, all that other stuff. But like a majority of the like the the I think what I consider like some of the best ways to make a tribal deck work, and then on top of a human deck, uh, is is to have black, right? Because then you you can punish people for killing your stuff. You can because like, you I just assume my stuff's dying left and right. Just don't have so, your creatures die for heavy. Oh, yeah, you know I didn't I didn't factor that into it. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe I'll go back to the drawing board. <laughs> Like, I mean, it the, is the one thing that green gives you is Sagarda, Champion of Light, which I like, and like Realm Walker. I, th- I think uh, there's are... a bit more that green, the strongest color in Commander, gives any deck. But <laughs> sure, yeah, but I it's, mean, a, are, it's but a creature no, 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 no. deck, and green yeah, is all about ramping. But you're you not can, like, uh, if I play huh? humans, I'd probably play Bent and just run with Shulane if you want to be powerful. I that I think I go. I don't. Care Wait. if you wipe my board if I drew a card for every creature yeah. I played. But Chulane is just going to be loop white main lion and, and then... No, <laughs> yeah, no, like... just play humans with it. I mean, <laughs> I'm not, it's a bit boring, but it's pretty <clears throat> powerful. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, maybe... there's definitely upside I, to having Guardian yeah. Project, Great Henge, like all, all those kind of cards. Are, I feel like that's doing the same thing as the black cards are doing to some extent. Like... The black cards let you get back your stuff when it dies. The green cards just let you draw so many cards that if your stuff dies, you don't care because you're just, like, generating card advantage everything you cast. So I can see arguments for both of them, but I think, like, I don't know. I don't think green-white humans are bad. I do wonder, though, like, is Torrens just a better green-white? If you want to stay straight mm-hmm. Selesnia, isn't Torrens, like, more interesting and maybe even better than Kyler? I like Carlo, though. I would put Carlo in the 99, but I don't think he's he's worthy of the commander slot. I think you just replace him with Torrens or Katilda and you're good. <clears throat> I think Torrens is probably the best overall. Definitely There's not worthy also... of being like five times as much played as those options or whatever it is no. by the actual data. Yeah. King Darian is like something that I'd probably look into, right? Because he kind of just makes mm, yeah. an army on his own. Of course, they aren't human, which is unfortunate, but whatever. Yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I guess... five man to make one token? <clears throat> I mean, sure. Uh, but, training but like, I, I think I think Torrens is definitely better than... Oh, actually, no. Torrens just sits there and makes tokens for yeah, just casting Tor- creatures, which you're trying to do anyway. And he grows them because they all have training. It's like, <laughs> woof. Yeah. I do like that. Also, I like my torrents. I I do like so the the main things in green are just like Augur of Autumn, Realm Walker, and like maybe Sereth. Mm-hmm. I think those are like the main powerhouses that I don't think you can get. Like that that I you know, that I see the appeal of green. Is Druid of Purification a human or an elf? Just one other staple. I, Druid of I don't Purification think. is mm, it's a human. I think that's. Oh. It's a human dru- human druid. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah that should that is be a good in your deck. That's a pretty good one. That card it, is good. It, it has like just you have the tireless hexes. You have tireless provision. Tireless tracker. Yes. <laughs> you no wonder Maha is also what landfall. Make a human warrior token. So I don't know. I thought I wouldn't count out green. I think I I like I like the Mardu the most. Like I said, I do think it is the most fun for me, but. I think Selesnya humans are sick as well. I think Mardu is just strictly better. <laughs> just like nah. we gotta have, we gotta have, have, we gotta have a human tribal commander class. Everybody brings different. It's, yeah. it's a 
It's a hard sell that cutting the best coloring commander is going to improve your tribe. I'm not. I'm not convinced. How is? I, I mean, I'm being serious. Like, I think that the like losing out on all the drains. Like, if they are able to like kill your stuff, they are going to lose a lot of life, and then you're going to refill your hand. So you're able I, to like it helps you expedite the aggression, right? Because you don't have reach. With with like green white, uh, there, there's no Zul port. There's no blood artist. I know blood artist is a vampire, but like I'm just gonna kill you with my finale of devastation or whatever. That doesn't matter. That's I almost that's fine. Uh, sure, like, I almost that, feel that like they're the main way. They're two different decks almost. It sounds like there mm-hmm. there's so many humans in Magic that I don't even know how many cards your Mardu human deck would share with your green white human deck. Yeah, like but one's aristocrats and one is they're like, like a beat down tribal overrun style yeah. like tribal deck. So yeah, yeah it feels like. Maybe they're hard to compare because even though they're the same tribe, they're just like working on very different axes. Celestia is more like an elf ball deck. It's a human ball deck, whereas Mardu is like an aristocrat's deck. Like synergy, like, yeah. Yeah. They both sound sweet, also, also, Mardu has like the best ways to like interact with your opponent without actually like hurting your own game plan. Uh, like opposition agent. Well, that I mean, that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but but like you also have like ruinous ultimatum. You have like the dictates, right? Like I don't have to do too much. I don't have to like sink a ton of slots in for like removal. If, and like I have general Kudro, which is also removal and graveyard hate. Like so, you get to do everything in Mardu, and you get Meat Hook Massacre. <laughs> I I demand the human tribal commander clash. Yeah, I will run Selesnia. Let's let's do be bent. I will Bamf. be Mardu. Heck yeah. <laughs> I guess I I'm five it. color. <laughs> You're oh, yeah. Joda. <laughs> Joda's a human. So. Yeah. Ooh, and there's a lot of legendary. This, these will be pretty different decks. That actually sounds pretty cool. Human is by far the most popular in terms of card type in Magic. Yeah, so by like a, by a mile. So we could definitely make it happen. I always uh, find that for, funny. <laughs> it, 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 it's really funny that humans, like, in a fantasy game where you want to, like, get away from humans. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it, it's like playing an – like, I always I, – I have a theory that, like, if you play – like, you play an MMO or D&D and you make a human, <laughs> you, you are very much so an alien or, or, or like, I, I'm being – or very suspicious here because, <laughs> yes, hello, fellow humans. How are you? It is I being a human doing human things. I enjoy no, it's, human it's activities. because we have a bias because we're all humans. So we, we, if we want to see ourselves in these characters, it's much easier for us to see ourselves in humans I think, as opposed to no. Tomer, Tomer is trying to sweet. hide the fact that he is definitely an look, alien. Yes. Look, no, no, no. I, I see I'm myself a, as a human in humans. Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm a basic when it comes to D&D. That's why I play a tiefling. You think you think humans are the most popular in D&D? No. Every single person is a tiefling. Well, that's fine. Right? That that, that, that's, but that would make sense. That's fine. No, I think it's because sets need an antagonist that threatens a species, and if the species is badges, yeah, I don't care if the frozen forest gets blown up because, I don't know, they didn't even invent the wheel or something, (laughs) but humans build stuff. I guess it's human bias, but it's not like I want to identify with a dude getting ripped apart by a demon. Well, and, it's and it's also, because... where's human tribal is Katilda Torrens are all from Innistrad. And what's the, the yeah. theme of oh, Innistrad? Yeah, Humans are being hunted. If it yeah, was like, I don't know, I Kithkin being hunted, people would be like, ah, oh, it sucks <laughs> to be them. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't have <laughs> the same resonance of horror. We have to see ourselves I mean, as the victim uh, there. Wow. Mm. If it's yeah. like Slivers or something, who cares? 
The poor slivers are being hunted. <laughs> sure, it's like, yeah. all right, well, that's what they deserve. Like, I mean, that happens in nature, right? Every like, there's well, you don't, you don't feel bad for the sliver human. player at the that's, table. Is all that's, what they, that's what they get for playing Morifon as their sliver commander. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh yeah, think, no, dude. That's probably why. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Feller. <laughs> All right. Speaking of humans, uh, you're not a human on your list. Oh, I do have a human. Uh, well, kind of. Uh, okay. No, wait. She she actually is just straight up a human. <laughs> she is. Um, I think she's so, a cleric. Uh, she is an original, an OG, one of the faces. Like when you think of a pillar of like a commander, right? It's Kalia of the Vast, one in Mardu. Uh, it's a human cleric flying. When Kalia of the Vast attacks an opponent, you may put an angel demon or dragon creature card from your hand on the battlefield tapped and attacking that opponent uh it's a 2-2 so you know how this it's a story as old as walk time when it comes to commander you know hall of the bandit lord and you know all of a sudden surprise master of cruelties an onslaught of like dragons angels whatever right but i feel like if i were going for a sneak and show or like a sneak attack play style there's new cards like there's perforos of course you lose out on black and white and it is just locked in a mono red, but in the current year, I think Kalia is just underwhelming. Like Kalia is very underwhelming. She's a two-two that is easily dealt with. Uh, and then on top of that, like when you don't have Kalia, it feels like the deck doesn't do anything. Like it actually just feels like I'm sitting here with like nine to ten mana cards that kind of just do nothing, or this five mana clunky threat that's like you know oh the cool that is a master of cruelties that I'm fairly casting right like it is it just doesn't seem that powerful anymore. It doesn't seem like it. It sounds weird to say this. It doesn't seem like she does enough anymore. And she is mostly in this format and still highly played. And like she's got eight thousand two hundred and seventeen decks on EDH rec. Right, which is she is the number two, the second most played commander, and I just don't see like it, it must be because of the fact that she is an much like Atroxa, an iconic card, right? She is an iconic card, so that's why she has the numbers to back it up. Otherwise, if you're looking for like function and like power level of this commander, I I think usually oftentimes she you're you're just gonna sit there with nothing, like like a bunch of cards in hand that you're, you're gonna have to wait till turn nine. And then and then pray that you get to like you know cast that. That's a that's a tough one. I mean, on one hand, I think you're right that it's not very powerful anymore. On the other hand, I have a hard time figuring out what I would play in place of it. Like, if I want to do like jam all my angels, demons, and dragons together in a deck, or like the sneak and show play style, it's like what what would I play in place of that? And that's where it gets really really tough. So I feel like the, it's uh, <laughs> not that guy. <laughs> Isn't that one? That one's probably even worse. I don't know. You don't get to cheat the stuff into play, although it does get an ETB trigger, so you don't got to worry about it dying, which is nice. I mean, that's the problem with what Kalia the Vast, right? It doesn't cheat the cards into play because it just, it feels like it just dies, but it feels like you draw your hand and see, like, oh, that's a crazy keep if my Thalia, if my Kalia survives. (laughs) Yeah. I think more often than not, it doesn't, and then it's just a feel bad moment and i think the feel bad moments are more than the feel good moments and you're not yeah, going to get around played it. with it but because i just don't think i'm going to attack with it i mean <laughs> yeah. it's ah. dice to removal is kind of boring to say but with kalia it's like the rest of the deck is so clunky 
And if it's not clunky and you can just cast it, it's probably not the coolest thing to cheat into play. You are like table priority number one if you're a Kalia, right? That's another thing. You're not in green to ramp. Well, yeah, you're not in a green to ramp. Everyone knows that your commander is like a one-trick pony. We got to kill Kalia. Or (laughs) like there is no politicking. Like you quite often, I find that there is no situation where I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Hey, I'll swing this and then, you know, put this in a play and help the table out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh, I'm going to just kill I, your commander. She, she deserves her love. I don't know. It's popularity makes a lot of sense to me. It's like yeah. three of the most Timmy and iconic creature types in Magic and like cheating your big things into play. Like to me, that just sounds like casual commander players like perfect card it's not a good card and i bet people don't win very much with it so i agree with Krim that from like a power level perspective i don't think it's the 12th most powerful commander in the format by any stretch but i do think like if you want to play and do the if you if you want the play pattern that calia provides i don't think there's anything else that does what calia does like really but but there's so much easier like so many easier ways to go about it right like if you want to cheat things in a play i'm all for cheating things in a play you've literally heard me defend morophon just to play big dragons for <laughs> cheap right like kalia like why don't you just ramp or reanimate like that's like cheating yeah. it in a play anyway of course yes graveyard hate stomps you out but like you know like like they're, they're, if you're trying to cheat those out then it, like you have black right then okay reanimate you it, even white randomly has reanimation right uh tomer you've played mono white reanimator like like there are ways to go about it if you want to cheat things in a play then you have red you could play perforos an actual resilient commander right you can cheat all your drag your red dragons in a play by paying three mana and then just smacking people with it right like real quick or it and you get to cheat things in that aren't refined like or like you know kind of contained in the angel demons or dragon box you can hit people with like i don't know a random blight steel colossus if you wanted out of perforos i, I so, think i gotta um like if you want to play this style and i i mean let me know in the comments if that works how many times you get away with it if you have swift foot boots or something sure that's pretty very good but I think it's more interesting to play if you want to play this kind of deck. I think Hans Ericsson, the cut that looks like Seth. <laughs> Doesn't this yes. also cheat things into play, Literally but then it has to fight them? Down. I remember playing against this on in uh, so Magic Hans, Online random matches. And that Hans needs very stuff on the top of your deck, I think. So yeah, it's kind of about stacking, so. stacking the top of your deck, and then if you hit a creature, you get to put it into play. So kind of similar, but not exactly the same either. More no, random, and you have to have Hansel live. So you need Better to like... beard, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better beard than Kalia? Okay. Yes, by, by a pair. <laughs> I mean, Hansel is the same problem, but at least it's green, so you can also ramp and play yeah, You can actually just cast things. the things that you're trying to cheat into play. <laughs> Not saying that you I'd couldn't go, with Kalia. I'd go to bat to Cal- for Kalia, though. She's basically just a glorified mana discount on the mm-hmm. stick. Like, she she doesn't do card advantage. She just does mana discount. Yeah, she, she brings all the hate. But I think a lot of her popularity might be, like, uh, a holdover from the old days. Because you have to keep in mind, she was printed. She was one of the... She was the original, like, commander set stuff. She came out over a decade ago. 
And this was before we had any sort of angel tribal commander. Like, there was no Giada, obviously. There was no real demon tribal commander. And there was no Ur-Dragon or anything for dragon tribal. So if you want to run these really expensive, iconic uh, Timmy cards, she was the go- go-to thing. And even to this day, she's a 4-drop. When she attacks, you get to basically cheat out like a 6-drop, a 7-drop, an 8-drop or something like that. And you kind of give it haste at the same time too because it's entering the battlefield already attacking. So I think that's that's already still pretty decent. But I do agree that she will get a lot of hate and you will be the arch enemy at the table. So some people kind of like that and they, they lean in on that. Like they just try to, you know, uh, cheat out Kalia, turn 2, turn 3, give her a lightning greaves or something like that put a, a threat on the board and then Armageddon and you're a pretty cutthroat commander that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's that was, that was an old play pattern. Mm-hmm. That was like, that was table, pretty sweet. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm a boomer, so I was I was experiencing this in 2011, 2012. <laughs> that was the way you played Kalia. And you Same. had to because if you were trying to play fair Kalia, like, you would get killed because people would be like, it's Kalia. He, <laughs> they can have whatever in, in their hand. In 2011, there is no fair Kalia. But the ta- the tables were generally yeah. Kalia, Nekusar, Maelstrom Wanderer. Yeah. And, you know, like, so you would sit. and that, So, like, these are cards of, like, the old, like, of the old guard when yeah. you think of, like, Commander. So, like, these are the pillars, yeah. right? I and, think she's still fine now, but it's like, eh. I don't know. I mean, I could still play Nekusar, right? I could still yeah. play Maelstrom Wanderer. I, I could still play, like, maybe the Sidisi deck, right? I mean, like, back then. But, like, Kalia, I feel like she is so painful once she dies the first time. Because then you're like, okay, six mana. Oh, yeah. God, she dies again. Now it's like you're actually just paying for the thing but, you're cheating. Yeah. But at the yeah. same time, aren't, like, Kalia decks built to try to get around that? Aren't you, like, loading up on Mother Runes and Lightning Greaves? And, like, I assume if you're building Kalia, like... A big chunk of your deck is dedicated to hopefully getting in the first hit with it. Not that it's always going to work, but... But then there, I mean, therein lies the balance problem, right? So then, okay, you have these cards that protect Kalia, and then you have, like, these shoes, all these other things, but then you have the clunky things, and it just feels like you're doing three different things, and it often just yeah. messes with what half of your deck you have. Like, I you can see that. You draw you draw your boots and, no, and nothing big to put into play or something, and yeah, you're going right. to have a rough go of but, it. So, yeah, that, that makes sense. You yeah, and then you steal the build... enemy. Yeah, like if you but... don't have anything to cheat out, but everybody wants to kill you, that's yeah, yeah. probably <laughs> pretty frustrating, <laughs> right? But you, like you, you will die. You could just not build around Kalia. You can see, save for basically like your Mardu deck that deals with angels, demons, and dragons, and Kalia is just a mana rock in your command zone. You know, you play, play Kalia, old Kalia, then. Yeah, why don't you, you play, play three well, mana Kalia? Kalia is uh, just the Kalia, mana yeah, yeah. Uh, or card advantage engine in your command zone. So do you want a card mm-hmm. advantage engine in your command zone or do you want a, a mana engine in your command zone? So you like can play Kalia, and if you do get to swing in with her, great. If not, you'll stick to like a reanimation plan, a sneak attack plan, or you just ramp a lot, and then you just hard cast your command or your big beaters anyway. I, I don't think she's she's that impressive anymore like i think she's overplayed for sure especially because now if you want an angel tribal deck you got angel tribal if you want demon tribal you got demon tribal and if you want dragon tribal if you want all three then yeah she's she's great at that she she still has that aspect but like in 2011 you didn't have these options in 2022 you do have these options i think you i think it it would be uh, you have the fact that you have more options you probably should be trying out different options. Absolutely. <laughs> like and subscribe. We don't hate Cali. <laughs> <laughs>
I, again, like I don't hate it either. As a matter of fact, I I love the card, right? I mean, it was one of yeah. the OG ones. It's a sweet card. Like I just I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it does it for me anymore. And it's and like it just overrated. Yeah. On I the think- note of people being offended, I almost uh, had a Riku of two reflections on my list, and this is. Probably oh, the most too. fun command I can imagine, <laughs> but it's also like it dies very quickly, kind of like Kalia. But uh, so fun. don't take offense. So yeah, it's super fun. Riku's yeah, but it's fun just and not it's like super... I will I will let Riku live. Yeah, like <laughs> like Riku. You also fun. have to pay mana for whatever you're doing too. Like Riku is slow. He costs a lot, and you have to pay yeah. mana to even get any value out of him. I will leave him alone. Kali, I won't. I'm going to yeah, Ka- respect Kali. <laughs> Kali is getting killed every yeah, time. She hits the board. Riku, Riku stays. <laughs> Riku can stay. Yeah, Riku, Riku, also Riku, Riku can party for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think this is maybe a holdover um, from the old days. Because you know, it's not iconic. It's not one of the most iconic commanders. It made, it started off commander as a format, right? Big yeah. Um, all right, I have I have one. I don't know how many we're gonna end up doing, but I have one uh, that that might shock some more people. If there are any more people listening, um, I'm sorry because I'm going to drag the Ur Dragon down a little bit. Uh, one of the most popular commanders, ranked number four in in terms of EDH rec. Um, for people who don't know the Ur Dragon, uh, I don't know how you've missed Dragon Tribal. It's kind of a big thing these days. Uh, it's a 9-mana Wooburg uh, Dragon Ar- Avatar 10-10, so very expensive to hard cast. But th- thankfully, you don't actually have to ever cast Dur Dragon to get va- the most value out of him. Uh, it has Eminence. As long as it's in the command zone or on the battlefield, other dragon spells you cast cost one less to cast. And then if it is on the battlefield for whatever reason, uh, it's a flying, and whenever one or more dragons you control attack, draw that many cards, and you may put a permanent card from your hand onto the battlefield. Eminence is really the reason why it's so good. It's five colors, so you get access to all the dragons. You don't have to worry about, oh, this is not my color identity or whatever. You have all of them. And it doesn't ever need to be cast. Not nine mana, whatever mana value, you can ignore that. And you can just enjoy the fact that all your dragons, which are just naturally very expensive thing, is an expensive tribe that use your like five drops and higher all of them cost one less which is amazing that's exactly what you want from a dragon tribal deck is it very strong yes is eminence a mistake absolutely yes however and and i will say it's a fantastic dragon commander however i think it actually is an overplayed dragon trial tribal commander because there's actually an older um other dragon tribal that i think is is actually stronger more and, and also a little bit <laughs> more, more yes. interesting <laughs> play more, oh, more, more you can't say no, no, more no. interesting without more of fun no know? this is the yeah. original ur dragon this is the more, original ur dragon scion of the ur dragon sign of the ur dragon and also a wooberg uh commander not nine mana just five uh, legendary creature dragon avatar it's a 4-4 flyer you can pay 2 mana switch your library for a dragon permanent card put it into your graveyard and if you do it becomes a copy of that card until end of turn then shuffle this card is very unpopular for some reason I mean this, the reason is, is it gets overshadowed by the ur dragon it looks very innocent on its surface which I think is another reason why it's not that popular ur dragon is kind of like in your face like look at me I am powerful <laughs> Choose me as your commander. This one is just like, hey, 
How's hey everybody guys. going? I can put stuff <laughs> in your graveyard. Is that cool? And it actually is cool, though. That's the interesting thing is it's cool. Like, you can you can pay two mana and turn this into any of the ancient dragons. You can pay two mana and, like, uh, turn it into an ancient blue, draw up to 20 cards for two mana. And also, you it's a tutor ability. It's an entomb. It's a repeatable entomb for two mana each time. You just put it into the graveyard. It's great for reanimation. So you can actually get a... You can actually, like cast your uh dragons for a lot cheaper than the ur dragon provides uh by just entombing stuff and reanimating them and adding like a reanimate sub theme to the scion obviously you can also one shot people very easily too you can turn scion of the ur dragon into like uh a thingy that uh lets him pump up his power and then you can turn him into something with double strike and then just like one shot easily that that way too um it's it's really strong and it's a very different take on dragon it's dragon reanimator it gives you five color just like the ur dragon it can give a much better uh mana discount than the ur dragon can ironically and uh it's a repeatable tutor effect in your graveyard it's it's really good but people just like don't know about it or don't realize how powerful it can be i think that science sweet Sounds like a walking ad and billboard to just go build the Ur Dragon, though. It's the Scion of the Ur Dragon. Like, like, it's just like, the Scion like, of the Ur Dragon. It's not you, even the real thing. You start at the Scion and you're like, oh, the Scion of the Ur Dragon. Well, what's the Ur Dragon? Oh, I'll just play the Ur Dragon. Like, it's, it's just like, did you but mean it, this? <laughs> like, even uh, the art is like kind of wimpy in comparison to the Right, Dragon. right. Like, you guys. Ur Dragon it's, is like, did like you ever hear of my out. older brother? <laughs> yeah. It's. It's just so hard to compete with mistakes like Eminence. I think you run into yeah. this with like vampires with Edgar too, uh, wizards with Anala. Like, just like the mechanics so busted, the ability through the entire game without ever spending any mana just to like get an effect is like it's just so good. Eminent. So I love I Scion. So. I think Scion's way more interesting. But boy, I can see why people trend towards Erdragon because Eminence is just it's busted. It was a mistake. I or, think Scion is legit, no joke, stronger though yeah, than I the Ur Dragon. Imagine. But it's got to yeah, stay think... on the battlefield. Like, it, sure, it but it's pay two field. mana to, to just make a hexproof command uh, dragon. Fine, like yeah. you so know, like you can do what it could be, whatever. Yeah, you think it's stronger than Ur Dragon? Really? Because it can actually one shot stuff. Yeah, interesting. I think it's easier to kill with the Scion, but the Ur Dragon itself makes your whole deck. Just bro, I mean, eminence is you can't compete with this because it's it seems like a heavily downvoted custom card on Reddit. Like, <laughs> you, oh, you start the game with a very strong emblem. Sure, yeah. the only cool use of the Erdring itself is Thomas Tribal Tribal deck. I like this idea, but oh, yeah. just make seven drops cost cost five mana for zero investment just in your command zone obviously you can't compete with this but the commander itself i think sign of the ordering is way more interesting maybe a lot more shuffling through your deck if you cut that out yep. it's just super interesting way more combos and it kills i mean the Ur dragon sure it kills if you actually cast it but who would do this the only time i've seen the Ur dragon is if the other dragon puts it on the battlefield for a turn and I'm always shocked if I see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. the Erdring also has a crazy other ability, which, sure, if you want to cast it, but you don't have to. So the Erdring, it's just a mistake. It's like Okuin constructed Erdring or Eminence in Commander just doesn't make any sense. That's, wow. But why wouldn't I just play 
Why don't I just play Tiamat then? Or, or, or like, I, I feel like Tiamat and all that. The sign is just fun. interesting. I, never, but the sign is super. Science way Science gonna murder I think Science the most interesting. Combat. Like out of the out of the five color dragon commander, Science is probably the most interesting to me. I'm not convinced that it's more powerful than the Ur Dragon. All right, but I think that like as far as like which would be the most fun to build around and play and do like cool things, it's got to be Cyan of the Ur Dragon. How is like, kind of like there, there's no way that you, okay. I think that Cyan first off fails on a few fronts here. It's not as powerful as Ur Dragon. It doesn't have no as way. Cool, it what the Ur as your it makes your deck better. Right, Tomer so, like, actually yeah, thinks her dragon's the best. Wow. Uh, because, okay. and, and then, and One then of you the have easiest... Tiamat, right? Because it doesn't have the casual appeal. Like Tiamat, yeah. like looks cool. It is cool. Mm-hmm. I'm getting more dragons, so like sure. my inner Timmy loves that, right? Like, like it just it doesn't it it fails on the appeal for me at least. Like, because like I would just play her dragon because it's super powerful. Or and if I want something more fun and like ca- like you know like for a casual thing, then I would gladly play Tiamat. That just feels way cooler. We all know you'd be playing more. Y'all are sleeping. Well, I would play Morophon. Yeah, I would play. <laughs> I would play Morophon, and, and and that's my pick. Oh, for Scion of the Earth Dragon, yeah, no, this hurts my heart. Play Scion of the Earth Dragon my heart. for free. For Look, free. You can okay. So for people who aren't aware of Scion of the Earth Dragon, which is everyone, uh, easily you can start take, taking people out. Like you can't allow Scion of the Earth Dragon to basically untap and attack people because the moment you attack with with sign on the earth dragon you can first like pay two mana turn into like scourge of the throne attack the creature uh, attack the opponent with the highest life total and you're going to be taking an extra combat after this turn that into let's say an ancient gold drag or the ancient copper dragon make a, a make a bunch of mana uh you can also turn it into a molten what was it molten steel dragon you can pay one phyrexian life to give it plus one plus oh turn it into skifferix when when you have have 10 or more power at that at that point one shot somebody with infect you're taking your extra combat so you go and attack somebody else oh you have a bunch of mana maybe you turn into hellkite charger you dump your extra mana into the hellkite charger when it attacks ah you get to one shot another person on the same combat like it's it's yep. really good <laughs> even if you're not one shotting people which you absolutely will be doing uh you can turn it into like what was it, a hellkite tyrant that steals all the artifacts you could turn it into old knobbone and make that many treasure equal the amount of damage you're dealing. Like it's 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 really good. I mean, I don't for think me, you all understand uh, how good it is. I think I think oh, it's good, but yes. that just doesn't compare to the Ur Dragon. Like I think it, I think it's very strong, but like Ur Dragon is just like it's it's a it's a mistake card, like we talked about before. It's more I, in the spirit of Commander, I think. Ur Dragon is yeah. just not. But then you can like patriarchs bidding and just reanimate all those dragons you entombed as well too oh, and it's yeah. like oof. In, in case I, in case you didn't win the game with scion itself you just like re- mass reanimate with like an eerie ultimatum effect or a living I do, death i do really like the graveyard aspect that's something that's pretty unique and you can play like the uh, blade wing the risen you got rivaz another cool new addition oh, yeah. that cares about dragons in the graveyard so there are like a lot of really neat synergies so if you want to play like Voltron dragons, I guess Voltron combo-y dragons, or like graveyard dragons, it probably is the best at that, but still, if you just want to play like generic, I'm going to play all the best dragons, it's hard, Uh, it's a tough sell to tell me that it's just actually better than the dragon. The disrespect. The the deck you're describing right there, Tomer, is essentially the Lazav multifarious deck, right? But like, yeah, a little Lazav. I know, but... 
Like, yes, like, yes, where you're turning into something that gives it yeah. unblockable, and then you turn you into something that has, like, right. double strike, and then you turn into something with infect, and you finish the job. Yeah. Right, Ooh. right. So, like, that's I mean, the, yeah. that's, that's not, like, But this one also gets extra combats. That gives you extra... You're turning into dragons. What do you mean? It, it, it does seem like you got a lot better with Commander Legends Battle for Baldur Gate because oh, it's yeah. probably the best dragon commander to play all the like ancient dragon cycle yeah. with their combat triggers. So you don't actually yeah. have to like cast your eight mana ancient silver dragon. You just like turn your commander into it and hit and draw a ton of cards or whatever. So there are like there are shenanigans. But isn't that what you want to do in a dragon? You want to actually play the dragons. You're not really like you must like, reanimate them. Yeah, what? You play more fun dragons, Grim. We don't have to listen to yeah, your opinion I don't on even, this topic. Right. I, 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 you're you a can big say, dragon, say dragon whatever fan. you will about Morrowind, but I actually cast my dragons. Right? Like I actually play oh, cast dragons. dragons. Mine's cooler. I put them into the graveyard and then I re- mass mm. reanimate them in a glorious fashion. Also, I have an Ur dragon. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm not playing a fake fake dragon deck. What fake dragon? You just play a dragon deck what, with fake other dragons. Where's the fake dragon? <laughs> Fell, I don't right. <laughs> I don't know where the fake dragon is. <laughs> because, like, like, yeah, like I don't know this. I, I don't know if I, I this obviously can like kill somebody out of nowhere, but I don't know. It sounds super interesting. I, I. I with Toma here, I think the Ur Dragon is it true, it, it makes your deck more powerful, but Sign of the Ur Dragon is at least way more fun and actually kills somebody. Sure, the Ur Dragon itself, I mean, it's just yeah, you get a huge board. I, I listen to what Toma said, that sounds so much fun, like with Eerie Ultimatum and stuff. It's ooh, big value and actually playing magic, not cheating by having an emblem on turn zero and then <laughs> like more of insane. like yeah. if i had a, no. i actually have a dragon tribal deck and it's perforos but if i was going five color dragon tribal i'd actually go sign on their dragon yeah i could do so or yeah. more of fun so what i dollars. i think we need to do a human battle and a dragon battle to settle <laughs> these arguments you better take me out first that's the thing <laughs> The Ur Dragon better win. Like it is just the, the Ur Dragon, dragon will idiot. only win because I will be the problem at the table, and you will have to stop me. Unless <laughs> I like, kill everybody, yeah. and so. then I guess the Dragon is technically better in that regard because I mean, it does win. But <laughs> well, and then okay. Morifon slips in and somehow Krim oh, no. was right. You cannot allow Morifon to win. No, we all just kill Krim. Battle first. of actual dragons. <laughs> we, actual we dragons. I am the only one casting my dragons, not throwing it in the graveyard. I am Ur dragon casts them too. Ur dragon okay. casts them too, and then we'll have Murim, okay. I guess, for the last one, right? Oh, yeah, probably Murim. Yeah, Murim versus Ur dragon versus Sign on the Dragon versus Morphon. Oh, I'm glad you acknowledge it in the dragon episode. Cool. So you do agree that it is a dragon? Three cool. dragons and the imposter. <laughs> The imposter, <laughs> the only one shape shifting here is the scion of the Ur Dragon. Morophon is everything. <laughs> I always, <laughs> always. All right, I think I think that's a good good spot to end it. Right, we're at yeah. hour thirty. That's probably one good. more cycle yeah. would be like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we talked about a bunch of overrated commanders. We went over eight of them. Uh, we have more that we could have talked about, but we didn't really want to lose any more subs. Uh, so we'll stop here. <laughs> uh, if you think a commander is overrated, 
uh, and you can say say it nicer than we can, leave a comment down below, and we can uh, discuss that as well. If you think if you disagree with our assessments, obviously this is just our opinions. Uh, you can also leave a comment uh, saying why we're wrong because we're usually wrong about things. And remember, keep it civil. <laughs> Everybody can play whatever you want, but we have a podcast, so listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube comments asking them to keep it civil. All right, let's 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 see it. Let's see it. Oh boy! All right, that's it, everybody. We'll be back with something spicy next week that probably will be less or more spicy. More spicy. Tune in next week. Even more spicy. Um, all right. Uh, bye. See you.